And welcome into Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday to all. We hope you're staying healthy, wearing a mask, social separation, the whole thing we're supposed to be doing. Keep it up. We're doing a good job. It's Mile High Magazine. As I said, I am Murphy Houston. And today joining me is Ryan Dahl, the Stewardship Outreach Specialist for Stay the Trail. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. You're wearing your mask and doing all the stuff we're supposed to be doing? Yes, sir. Good man. Proud of you, Ryan. So, you know, I'm not that familiar with Stay the Trail. It sounds very exciting, and I'm sure maybe a lot of our listeners are not. So what is Stay the Trail, and what's what's the need for the program over there? Okay. So Stay the Trail, we're a nonprofit organization whose mission is to reinforce and highlight responsible OHV use and to modify and mitigate irresponsible use in an effort to minimize resource damage on public lands that are open to motorized recreation. So ultimately, our goal is to continue to work with the public to help keep motorized trails open. So, and with, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Follow up. I didn't mean to jump in on you there. That's all right. It's just with everything going on in the world right now, it's greatly increased the outdoor recreation in Colorado as everybody's looking for new opportunities to get out and enjoy their free time. So considering more people than ever are recreating on our forest and public land. Colorado's reported an increase of over 400% in outdoor recreation this summer. Oh, my. And OH, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. So OHV sales, or off-highway vehicle sales, they're up at an all-time high. And that's creating some new and challenging issues with responsible land use, ethics, and common courtesy. Well, and, and you know, Ryan, I see this in the news all the time with what you're talking about, the OHV vehicles and people just hiking on trails. It's just it's way bigger than it used to be, and people don't they don't follow the rules too much, do they? Exactly. So we at Stay the Trail, we offer free educational services and materials. Um, some of those include maps, ethic and guidelines brochures, pamphlets on proper OHV and trail use, educational stickers and decals, and then we even message to kids through our youth activity book, and we have our own mascot, Rover, which is spelled R O H V E R for the dog interested in <laughs> I get outdoor it. motorsports. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, Ryan, let's back up a little bit for our friends that are listening to you right now on Mile High Magazine. Explain what is an OHV. Now, it, it's off highway vehicle. I get that, but what is it? What does it look like? What kind of vehicles are we talking about so people know exactly what we're talking about? Okay, so OHVs are off highway vehicles, they're forming types. Um, you're going to have dirt bikes, side-by-sides, which are very popular now, sometimes called UTV, which is a utilitary terrain vehicle, and ATVs, all-terrain vehicles, which are four-wheelers. Also, OHVs are full-size vehicles, so Jeeps and rock crawlers. Well, that's interesting. Those are the kind of vehicles you see being hauled behind trucks and they're going someplace to these trails. Is that what we're talking about? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Most of them are not street legal or road legal, and they're trailered to staging areas, which are unloading areas for your, your vehicle. And they are extremely popular in Colorado. And you're right. I see those more on the road now than I think I ever have. And people are just, you know, we're blessed to live in Colorado, that we have freedoms where we can go and get into the open and kind of get away from this COVID thing more so than most states in the union. And people are anxious to take advantage of that, aren't they, Ryan? Oh, very much. So it helps us 
the biggest part is message by boots and tires on the ground. Oh. So making the face-to-face contacts with users at events, trailheads, and on the trails is how we can best relate to the OHV community. So how do you do all of this work? Do you have volunteers help you? Because it sounds like you're almost like a one-man show over there at Stay the Trail. Uh, we're not a lot of us right now. It's pretty pretty difficult, but we try to do stuff. We have educational trailers, pop-up booths set up at different events, and some of the events we've done are the Mile High Jeep Clubs All for Fun Week, 14er Fests, the International Sportsman's Expo, the Taser Park, Taylor Park Razor Rally, and, and more. And like I said, we do outreach at staging areas and towns all around the state. We also promote the message through social media, permanent and mobile billboards, print advertising, and we work with land management agencies such as Colorado Parks and Wildlife, U.S. Forest Service, and Bureau of Land Management. Wow. And yes, with volunteers, we also do have many volunteer groups and organizations we work with, such as Tread Lightly, Mile High Jeep Club, Colorado Off-Highway Vehicle Coalition, and CORE, which stands for Colorado Off-Road Enterprise, who has been very beneficial in keeping trails open in the Arkansas Valley here in Colorado and surrounding areas. And we partner with clubs, businesses, and, and many more. It sounds like you're out everywhere. You have a lot of help. If people want to help more, there might be organizations that didn't even know you guys were around doing the good deeds you're doing. How do they get in touch? Uh, The best way to get a hold of us is through our website, which is staythetrail.org. We have our Facebook site and an Instagram account, and we're constantly doing updates and posting trail projects, messaging, and our different locations around the state we're visiting. Staythetrail.org. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Okay, that's great. Now, let me ask you this, Ryan. So you're out and you're really in in the public's face a little bit about how to handle the land management. What's the message you're telling them? What can people that are listening now that are into it and go, gosh, I didn't realize it was such a problem. What are you telling them? What's the message? Well, the big thing is relating to our users. And so we're not just advocates of proper trail use and education, but we're also riders and and users ourselves. We've been dirt biking from an early age. We've gone and go four-wheeling all over the states, and we currently use a side-by-side and ATV to help us with our outreach programs on the trails. So obviously our biggest message is our name, Stay the Trail. So we talk to users about the OHV registration program, where to go, what to do when you get there, and Know Before You Go, which is a slogan of Cotrex, Colorado Trail Explorer is a fantastic app, and it offers all sorts of mapping, trails, and layers, not requiring cell signal to use. So that's a very good app that we kind of push. We also give uh, pamphlets and information to users while in the field. And so other information that we try to get out to people is planning and preparing before you head out. Ah. And that's Checking the local regulations, current fire bans, road closures, and camping areas. And that can all be done on Forest Service or county websites. So we encourage you check your machines, your OHVs, make sure you have maps and apps for the area, weather appropriate clothes, which is especially important now as it can go from 80 degrees to snow in an hour. 
um, proper safety gear and trash bags to pack out your trash. So most of our messaging is geared towards a better rider user experience while on the trails. So let me ask you this, Ryan, because we hear about people pushing back about wearing masks now in this time of pandemic. So you can't tell me what to do. I'm not, I'm going to do what I want. Do you find that with the, with the people you're trying to reach or say, you can't tell me what to do. I'm just going to go out there and do what I do. Um, Occasionally we see some pushback, but the fact that we can relate and we are the users themselves where, you know, we've personally seen so many trails get shut down or closed from irresponsible use and other users can understand that. So we have a good message. Well, I, I would imagine, yeah, if you're into what this four-wheel program is all about, you wouldn't want the trail shutting down now, would you? No, sir. No. Not fun. Not good. And and speaking of that, where are some popular places people like to ride in four-wheel around Colorado and around Denver in particular? So around the Front Range would be Rainbow Falls and Rampart Range, and that lays kind of between Sedalia and Woodland Park. And real popular areas are Taylor Park near Gunnison, and it's actually been coined as the OHV capital of Colorado. Wow. Then the the Alpine Loop, which connects the towns of Silverton, Lake City, and Uray, is a really pretty 65-mile loop through the San Juan Mountains. In the center of the state, near Buena Vista, you have St. Elmo and Four Mile. Uh, Up north is really neat. It's the North Sandhills OHV area. That's near Walden, and it's Colorado's only open sand dune area for OHV recreation. Wow, that's pretty cool. On the cool. western slope, it's pretty neat. Western slope, you've got uh, the North Fruta Desert and Rabbit Valley. And the area that doesn't see a lot of activity but has a lot of trail miles is the Wagon Wheel Trail System up near Meeker. And all of these areas and more can be found on our Colorado OHV Opportunities map, which we, we hand out to users and is also available on our website. So it, when you do these uh, adventures in four-wheel driving or OHV vehicles, is it kind of like skiing where they say you should never go by yourself, you should go in a group or have people with you, or do people really do this by themselves? Um, people do it by themselves, which you know isn't advised, but it definitely happens. And the biggest thing there is if you are going to go by yourself, again, be prepared. Have a winch, a spare tire, skid plates, water, fire extinguisher, first aid kit, kind of the necessities to get yourself out of a situation that you don't intend to get in. Well, yeah, be prepared is real, really important. We're talking with Ryan Dahl, who's the Stewardship Outreach Specialist for Stay the Trail. So, Ryan, is this four-wheel driving, the OHV, uh, uh, is it hot now? Are people really getting into it? And if so, is it kind of like when you learn to get into a motorcycle, you should probably take classes before you just jump into one of these vehicles? Yeah, well, so it's it's getting very popular right now. And some of the biggest issues are OHV users creating their own routes off the main trail and even driving across the tundra. And the hard thing is anybody can go out and buy a 200-horsepower side-by-side, which is basically a mini Baja trophy truck, and they have no four-wheel drive experience or education in them. So, yes, that does cause problems with other land users and the environment. And everyone needs to remember the trails, are they're shared. They're shared use. And to keep your speed down and don't be reckless, those are some of the biggest issues we've been currently seeing out there. Well, I guess the people just get in and just go nuts. 
because they're fast and they can. Yeah, and so again, that's why we're trying to do some of our messaging about the lasting damage they can create by not staying on the trail. Um, us setting a good example as well as others, uh, the out-of-state tourists and, and these new users. Are, can you get lessons on how to properly educate yourself on these vehicles and the land that you're talking about there, with Stay of the Trail? Currently aren't lessons, and that's why we're promoting our program and, and our free materials on proper etiquette, technique, and ethics. Well, that just doesn't sound like I'd want to just jump in and do that, but I guess there are a lot of people that do. And we certainly don't want to ruin the land. I mean, do a lot of these lands that are, are public, do they run into private lands? And these people that don't know what they should be doing, they go right into private land? Uh, some of those areas, yeah, that can definitely happen. But most public land area should be marked from BLM, Forest Service, and CPW, Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Well, you should probably find out ahead of time before you run out there, don't you think? Oh, exactly. Always doing your, your homework before you head out. And, again, that's where that Cotrex app is very handy, where it shows all the trails, private boundaries, and where you can and where you can't go. And I imagine that app is free to download? Yes, sir. That's easy to do, then. You should do that ahead of time. So, again, we're talking with Ryan Dahl from Stay the Trail. You probably don't even think about this. And if you're thinking about getting into the OHV life, this is something you need to pay attention to. And, Ryan, once again, give us your website so people can go and know where to start getting the proper information if they don't know already. Okay, our website, again, is staythetrail.org. Staythetrail.org. And now's probably still, even though we're getting into the fall, beautiful leaves up in the high country, this is probably a real popular time for that kind of lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. And also, as we're in September, hunting season has started. Oh, yeah. So hunters also frequently use their OHVs to access the backcountry, and they need to remain vigilant on proper use and etiquette as well, you know, to prevent negative wildlife interactions or going off trail to access their game. So Stay the Trail, we also do have a hunter education program. It's if you're stalking, you're walking. So it's kind of one of our phrases and graphics about the proper OHG oh, yeah. hunting techniques. And that's probably on your website as well. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Ryan Dahl of Stay the Trail, thank you for the time. Really cool advice and good information about preserving our beautiful state of Colorado if you're into the OHV life. We'll talk to you soon again, huh, Ryan? Okay, thank you very much. Yep. Uh, have a great Labor Day. Stay safe and stay the trail. I like that. And you guys, too, uh, stay the trail with us on Mile High Magazine because next up is our weekly visit with Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health with a COVID update here on Mile High Magazine.